strike updates, right? Strike update. Uh, sort so the strike is still ongoing, but there was a juicy story that just came out. Uh, it's Monday, and this has just happened. Um, so you, I assume you know who Drew Barrymore is. Oh yes. Mm. Oh yeah. I you saw know what this. happened? Uh, yeah. So she elected to continue the show regardless of the strike. Um, I don't know if it's in her own self interest or what. And um, she she doesn't have any of her writers, even though the writers are technically part of the WGA, uh, which is weird because on one of the stories I read, it said that the show is struck, but also that the show is not struck because of their agreement. Okay. So it's a weird middle ground. But apparently the day when some people went in with like um, WGA strike uh, pins, they were asked to leave. Yeah. Um yeah, what do you think of this, uh, Drew Barrymore crossing lines? Well, um, well, we have to consider. Well, I, I, I did saw, I, I did saw that, but nobody's talking about like the elephant in the room here. What is the elephant in the room? Well, how do I say this? How do I say this delicately? How do I say this? Um. Mm. I don't I, blame her. I don't blame her at all, man. Um, you have. I mean, you gotta feel a little bad about it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a woman that has to that literally forgets every single day and has to rewatch a video in order to know what's happening in the world. Goddamn. Like, like it's obviously that you know some of these things were just gonna come through the cracks. Like it's just, yeah, I'm not not mad. At her. <laughs> no, no, I, I will be mad at her for the both of us. Uh, uh, I was I was kidding. No, uh, obviously, no, no, like no, no, well, no. if something uh, I've been saying this since the strike started, this is gonna show everyone's true colors, like from the get go. Mm -hmm. And it really sucks because, like, one of those one of two things are going to happen. Either tomorrow we're going to see her release one of those fake ass videos of like her uh, apologizing and explaining, or oh. we're going to see her in the picket lines tomorrow. One of the two things is going to happen. So, Stephen Amell, same. same thing. Stephen Amell, same thing. Well, uh, it's crazy because it's like she's going, she's not going against the actor strike, but she is going against the writer strike. Like, she's pissing off one of the two. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, God damn it, Drew Barrymore. You were, you are, in, you're, well, were an icon. I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, you, you're not rich enough. You, you don't have enough money to where you don't have to do the show. Let me see. Drew Barrymore Network. $125 million. Go fuck yourself. Well, so here we are now. So you wanna you wanna talk about the nun? I'll talk about the nun. Yeah. Um. Uh. Just just obviously heads up. You know, be be wary of the strike. Be aware. Like support it. Support the writers. Support the actors. We are on their oh, side. This yeah. one gets worse. What? <clears throat> so the actress based on the nun, the Bonnie Aaron's Aaron's. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you hear that she sued that she either is or was suing Warner Brothers? Why? 
Apparently, uh, she suspects that they may have been hiding money from her, from residuals that they owe her from her nun character. Well, they should pay her. I agree. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying they're wrong. I agree. Like straight up, they should pay her. Like that. That image has been terrifying people for like the past. I don't know, like five years, six years. I think more. How long it's been? How long? Yeah, it's she's been? suing Warner Brothers over merchandise profits, believing that they're hiding it from her, that they're hiding some money from her. Well, they should um, pay her. Simple as that. How valid? How valid the claim is? I don't know, but she alleges that they're hiding money from some profit from her likeness. So. Yeah, hope she wins. Yeah, hope she wins. Hope they all win. Uh, all right, Chema, hit the intro. Thank you for welcoming us into your into your <clears throat> screens onto your headphone. No, wait, no, we're not doing screens. What? What the fuck? What? What am I doing? What is that. happening? No, do not keep that. Thing. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chama. I've been Eddie. And this is reviewing The Nun. This is The Rollback. The Nun 2, the greatest evil in the Conjuring universe. Four years after the events of the Abbey of St. Carta, Sister, I- Sister Irene returns once again and comes face to face with the demonic force Valak, The Nun. So this is another movie in the Conjure verse who which i can't believe i'm saying this is the second most successful cinematic universe of all time if you can fucking believe that um uh, yeah. yeah uh just just right behind marvel uh yeah we have the sequel to the nun uh which came out a few years ago and we have uh tysa formiga jonas a uh, bloquette storm reed anna pepperwell uh Vonnie Ahrens, and uh kayleen rose Downey uh, joining this cast, directed by Michael Chavez, who also directed uh, The Course of La Llorona and The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. He now comes in to do The Nun 2. So, um, what did you think? What do you think of uh, just an overall uh, of the uh, Conjuring universe? And what did you think about the first Nun movie? I thought the. Okay, so. I have a complicated history with the Conjuring universe. I love the Conjuring universe because it is very hard for me to get a good scary movie. It is fucking rare for me to good scary movie. So for this film, I was hoping that it would be good because the first nun, did I like it? Yes. But I even, I got to admit, man, like they only had three actors out the whole goddamn movie. So it was very flip floppy. Going into this one, I just wanted it to be better. And it was. It was significantly better. This is the uh, the third film that Michael Chavez has directed in the Conjuring universe. The first one being The Curse of La Llorona, which is big thumbs up. Then The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is a big thumbs middle. And this movie, thankfully, thumbs up. What about you? How did you go into this one? I went into this one very low expectations. I kind of forgot that it was going uh, to come out. Like, for real. Like, I knew it was going to come out at some point, but... I don't remember seeing any trailers. I kind of, I think I saw a couple of posters, and that's it. And damn, this strike really is affecting because, like, I completely forgot that this was coming out. Um, I didn't get trailers for this in theaters or anything. Like, I figured it was gonna come out whenever it came out, I guess. And then this, uh, this comes out. I go to see it. I go to the theater. My plan was to go see it in the afternoon, but then I got busy and stuff happened. Then I, I ended up watching it at night. 
because uh, I am more fearful of the drive back home alone than I am for the uh, during the movie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I will say this: uh, the movie is a little bit under two hours. I think it's like an hour and fifty. I think maybe a little less. Yeah, and uh, I like the structure of this movie. I think uh, this movie has the first two thirds of the movie are like setting up story and characters. They're very, very simple, very, very easy to follow. And a jump, a scare every like 10, maybe six to 10 minutes. Like they'll just do like a little scare, you know? Um, And then in the last third, this movie just completely switches up and it goes from being a horror movie to just an, uh, a monster movie with like some action elements even. I thought um, it was a I thought there was plenty of horror. Yeah, there was some horror, but like I feel like it was less uh less build up. It was just just more violent than your face about it. Uh there are some elements I do like about this movie. First of all, uh Tysa Formiga, uh, sister Irene Irene, she's a good main character. She's uh she's serviceable. I like that I like that there's like a continuation straight up from the first one like uh the way that the first one ended with uh the, the nun like entering the man's body i like how we have a continuation of that mm-hmm. i don't like that we have that, that we don't have bichir back uh he played like the father in the first one he uh, died oh uh, yeah of what of cholera? Uh, cholera yeah yeah oh, uh, god what a, what a bitch way to go but come on, you have the you have the Mian Bichir. He's one of the Bichiris. He's like one of Mexico's. He's one of Mexico's like largest family in acting. Like he's talent. He's a treasure. Like why would you not keep the, keep him there? Maybe he was uh, too this, busy. This is a fucking Academy Award nominated person. Like why why would you not have him there? Or maybe uh, he was too expensive. Uh no, he's not that famous. Like oh, like, okay, let's fair, relax. Yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. All right, all right. I'm pull back. Yeah. So. They just killed him off, and uh, but okay, so we have that. We we have some new characters. Storm Reed plays a fellow sister. She's been kind of on fire. She's been a lot of, a lot of things. She was just in she was in Missing earlier this year, and she was in The, the Last, Last of Us. Us. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she's been in Euphoria for like the past few years. So yeah, she uh, she kind of fits into this world pretty pretty easily. And then we have like uh, we had a moment. Where um God, uh what was her name? Uh fucking Vera Formiga? No, no, not not uh Vera Formiga. Um fucking uh uh Anna Popowell shows up who plays the teacher and we all of us in the in the theater were like, Oh my god, it's the Narnia girl. That's nice. She's I, that's where I recognized her. I knew I, I couldn't place her. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's kind of funny because like she showed up and like all of us in the theater were like, "Oh, that's a girl, yeah, that's a state, yeah." Um, yeah, so it's cool. It's cool that she shows up. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of eerie to see like someone like that like grow up, but like it's it's cool. Um, and uh, the movie is very easy to follow. It's very it's very it's very uh very well structured, and uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was gonna come in with like uh I thought it was gonna be very boring and no I actually enjoyed uh how uh how the movie kind of accepted that it's like one of these like old folky horror movies with like the lighting and the mood and uh 
there's a couple of very creative scenes. My favorite probably being the the magazine scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really cool, like uh, like very tensiony. Um, so I, I I went in with very low expectations. I came out surprised. Mm-hmm. How about you? Uh, so what were your feelings of the first one? Oh, my feelings of the first one. Ah, kind of same. Kind of same. Uh, I figured it was going to be really scary, but it the mood is very different from like the Conjuring movies because the Conjuring two probably still my favorite out of all of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, out, out of everything controversy involved, uh, I thought that was just really really smart and really really well done. And I loved uh, uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, like played by by Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. I I really like them. Uh, mm-hmm. I do miss them, and I feel like without them, the movies kind of lose, kind of lose their seriousness. Yeah. Well, see, I remember even talking about. Um, I remember talking to you about the second Conjuring movie. You saw the trailer where the all the all the crosses turn upside down. Yeah. And you said, and to quote you, this director has balls if he's going to pull yeah. that. Uh, yeah. So no, no the. So the Conjuring universe, I <clears throat> I feel like has been in a bit of a rut the past few years from the third Annabelle movie, which was scary, but not great. The third Conjuring movie, which was not great. I, I genuinely did not like the last one, uh, which is hard for me to say because I love the, the first two Conjuring movies. So to me, it's weird that The Nun is the movie that kind of course corrects them. Um this movie had a lot of, I want to say, intelligent jump scares because you knew they were coming, and yet they still got you because they hold the, they held just long enough. This movie, it's not ashamed to be a horror film. It embraces the tropes, which again, you can argue it's tropey, it's cliche, but also, what the fuck do you think you signed up for? This is an A twenty four. This is a Conjuring movie. Mm-hmm. Um, straight up though, I'll tell you this right now. You know those little brats that were picking on the the little girl. Yeah, not since Halloween Kills have I wanted uh, some high school dipshits to die so badly. Um, do you remember then in, in Halloween Kills when he kind of goes ape shit on those high school kids? Oh yeah, it's core. Yeah, so I remember this whole movie. I'm just waiting for them to be like, are they going to get the brat? Are they going to get the brat? And when the head miss the ghost of the headmistress grabs her and tries to pull her in, I'm like, let her go, let her go. Damn it, they saved her. And yeah. they kind of they, they hold out in the little church part and they hold the doors closed and they're like, okay, we're good. I was like, damn it, she's not going to get hers, is she? Get stabbed by the horns. I'm like, yes, got her. <laughs> I shit you not, dude. I watched this in IMAX and it was packed. It was actually packed. Um, although, right. ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you an etiquette warning. If the movie starts at 7.20, do not fucking get there at 7.40 while the movie is, like, starting already and you're barely getting there. You fucks. There were people that were getting there after the title sequence. Why? Just fucking why? After the immolation, after the... Which, by the way, can we talk about that opening scene? The balls. Like, literally a ball. Yeah. That too. But <clears throat> I think we all consider, myself included, church to be a safe place, right? Like, all right, nothing will happen to me here. Like, I'm in the house of God. I'm pretty sure I'm safe in this one particular part of the world. Nah, son, you're going to burn. Um, 
So for this to happen inside of a church, nowhere is safe. It felt like it set the tone of like, it don't give a fuck who, where you are, what you're doing, who you are. You're on the chopping block, which I think is a good tone to set because we weren't in a monastery at this point or or a, at a at a nun's covenant thing. We were at a boarding school, maybe a Catholic boarding school potentially, um, yeah. where it legitimately felt like everyone was a was a victim, like was on the chopping block. That one poor delivery girl who did nothing wrong but brought you your fucking sweets and your bread gets massacred by this nun. And again, oh, wow, they killed a kid. They are going to go for it, um, yeah. which I appreciated. I feel like that set a good tone. Um, I'm not I'm not advocating for the death of young children, but if you're going to do it in a movie, I mean, they did it pretty violently. They did. Um, yeah, speaking of, uh, of etiquette, I had small parentheses, but I, I, I don't think I told you this. Oh no! Wait, I did tell you this about like what happened when I went to see Talk to Me, right? No. Okay, so Jimmy and I went to see Talk to Me, and uh, there was a couple sitting left left to me. Mm-hmm. It was like me. There was a girl. There was a guy, and mm-hmm. this girl had that thing on your phone where, like, when you get a notification, like your phone does like a little flash thing. Yeah, she had that on throughout the entire movie, like. It was fucking annoying. And like that's the only time in the movie where I've like turned to someone and be like, can you please turn that off? It's very distracting. I hope. And, yeah. I hope. I hope they've broken up by now and she's heartbroken. Uh me too. <laughs> oh damn. Me you know you too. fucked up when Chema doesn't like you. Yeah. Um oh. fuck them. Um yeah. So uh but but but, but yeah, um, the movie felt how do I explain this? I don't know, man. It's just there's like uh I kind of went in to have like a light good time and I ended up getting it. Um mm-hmm. uh nothing not not a lot change, uh not a lot of uh, um like the design of the nun didn't change, the characters didn't change, it didn't need to happen. Am I glad yeah. that I saw? It? I mean, I, I did. I would have seen this at home. Like, I would have, I would have, I would have rather streamed this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I gained anything from the experience of watching it with like a room full of people. Mm-hmm. But I, I still enjoyed it. You know, I had I had some good time. I will say this. I think my favorite element was um, not the nun, but that fucking like, uh, well, that goat monster, mm-hmm. a devil goat monster. That thing was fucking creepy. I don't care who you are. That thing was great. Like, and the fact that it was practical and, you know, vicious and bloody, and you could hear like the chewing it, like when it was chewing. Um, man, that was a great effective scene. But in a weird way, it kind of felt like, uh, like when they, when they did the Crooked Man in The Conjuring 2, like it felt like padding. It felt like they just added that to be like, oh, let's tease another spinoff with this. And, um, <laughs> surprise, bitch. I don't love that. I like how it worked in the movie, but I don't know if I. That's that's what I'm feeling right now. Like they just did that to like, to like tease it for something. Yeah. Well, so the Nun Two currently has the record for the Conjuring Universe as the highest grossing movie at 365 million, more than what The Rock could do. Um, <laughs> I will throw those numbers. I will happily throw those fucking numbers. Um, <laughs> This movie already grossed $85 million in three days. 
goddamn. Um, so I, I don't know how. Do you know how much you know about the Conjuring universe? Like the back story of all of it. I've seen most of them. I think I'm only. I think the only one I haven't seen is Annabelle Comes Home. But other than that, I've seen. I've seen all of them. Fair. So okay. Um, as of right now, as far as I'm aware, they are actually currently working uh, on developing a new a TV series. Um, oh my god! No, no. So here's what's going to happen, as I understand it. They're going to do a fourth Conjuring film because they felt like The Devil Made Me Do It wasn't a good enough like bookend to the series. So they're going to do wasn't. one more. It wasn't, yeah. man. It wasn't. They're going to do one more, The Conjuring 4. I don't know what it's going to be. And then apparently after that, they're going to do a TV series that chronicles the Warrens, like stories from the Warrens for HBO Max. Who's um, playing the Warrens? Uh, who else? Patrick Wilson. I don't think... I don't think they're gonna lock them for a show. I don't think they'll do. <clears throat> well, the thing, as I, from what I'm reading, it's a limited run. It's not gonna be like a like season on season. It might be like so a, like a miniseries. Kinda. It might be something like the you know how the Continental is gonna basically be like three hour and a half episodes as a season. I am not convinced the Continental is gonna be a real show. I, I don't believe it's gonna come out. I can't fucking wait. We're gonna review the shit out of that. I don't think it's gonna come out. I don't. Also, <laughs> I, as a major Godzilla fan, I'm eating good for the next seven months because oh yeah, Legacy of Monsters, Godzilla minus one. Then I'm going to get Godzilla Kong: The New Empire. I'm eating good for the next couple months, and I'm going to fucking enjoy it. But uh, but oh, that said though, so this movie, I think I like the cleverness of it too. Like, besides, there is one minor plot hole that I think with the eyes, like, okay, do they beat it or do they give it power? Which fucking yeah, is it? Yeah, they never explained that. Yeah, that's the one thing I didn't get. I was like, wait a second. Does she find power in the eyes or what's the deal? But um, she gets the eyes. But I like how it kind of goes full circle where the sisters are like, the blood of Christ can beat this thing. Well, we don't have the old artifact that had the actual blood of Christ. Shadow Clone Jutsu, and they turn the wine into the blood of Christ <laughs> to defeat the nun. See, I actually like that scene. I, I actually thought that was that was pretty effective. I I thought that was clever. I, there was like um, how do I explain this? <laughs> There's a scene where like uh, she gets the artifact, she kind of pushes it to her face to the, to the nun's face in the body of the guy, and he like falls. And then she like goes up to him and is like, "Oh my God, no! What did I do? What have I done?" And then he like grabs the artifact and just like reaches it like on top, like puts it on top holds of it like, above his her. head, holds yeah. it above her, and she can't reach it. And it's so stupid. It's yeah. so stupid. But I was having a good time, so I couldn't even complain. It was <laughs> so stupid. And oh man, it was fun. It was it, it was fun. You know, during that scene where he's walking towards the chapel to try and find the eyes, and they and she tries to go at him with the cross, and he like swipes her away, and she goes right into the glass. I just remember I I said out loud, "Get wrecked, <laughs> <laughs> get wrecked." It's like okay, with all due respect, if you're going at a guy that's possessed, you don't take the fairway; you go for the kneecaps and the back of the head immediately. Yeah. Like, best-case scenario, like, when he recovers, he'll be thankful. Also, it was kind of funny that, like, they knocked him down and they just, like, put all the freaking chains and locks that they could find and then they just, like, 
slipped away. Just did not. And he was just like, nope. Yeah. Um, I did also appreciate like a bunch of callbacks where like the devil's eyes showed where the where the angel's eyes were. I appreciated little things like that. Oh yeah, the, the movie um, turns into national treasure for like a fucking second. Yeah, or Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Uh, which I appreciated. I, I feel like this movie was made with more care and love than the first nun. Um, also, the scenery is beautiful. Like, they shot on location, which yeah. I, I I appreciate. The first nun, like $22 million, it all takes place in this one little, like, area. Whereas this one, 38 mil, but we can travel a bit. They can do more things. And it felt like they wrote the characters to be more likable. You like I liked Frenchie. I liked all the characters surrounding this this uh, story and what happened to each of them. I felt more invested than the first nun, uh, and for sure more than Annabelle comes home. Like this movie was definitely a step in the right direction. And if Conjuring Four is anything is anywhere near as good as this, I feel good. I I hope I don't want Michael Chavez to direct the next one again. He's directed three of the last four. Stop it. Who's directing the the next one? Uh, They haven't said yet, but for sure they are going to do a fourth Conjuring and then they're going to start doing the TV show. Also, unfortunately, they canceled the Crooked Man spinoff, which I was actually looking forward to. That's the thing. They just announced shit. Like they just, I, I, I don't believe for a fucking second that that show is gonna be, get made. And you can fucking quote me on that. No, no. You know what? I'm gonna make a bet with you. If that show actually gets made, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Well, what do you want if it does get made? I mean, I it doesn't. I don't know. I'll well, name my first. I will name my firstborn after you. You are not gonna name your firstborn after me. Uh, that <laughs> that is too much pressure. And plus, you're gonna give them like all my baggage, and they don't need that. Uh, although, could be pretty funny. What? That like, what if they grow old and they're, and they're like, Dad, why did you name me like this? Uh, like, you're, well, you're, na- you're named after the worst man I know. Uh, you're going to be like, well, remember that show about the, uh, about the, um, about the warrants? And it's like, no, it's like, exactly, because it didn't get made. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, it God. is fucked up, but you know. Anyway, right. it's not gonna happen. What? All right. All right. Um <clears throat> so this TV show not being made. Yeah, this TV show's not being made. So don't, don't even worry. Um uh, look Max is starving for content. Here's how I know. Here's how I know. You know what they're also starving for? What? Nothing. They have money. Pay their fucking writers. You're not wrong. I agree with yeah. you there. Yeah, so um, it's not going to get made because, look, the fucking little stinger, the, the fucking little after credit scene that shows up at the end, which is one of the... It is the laziest after credit scene that I've ever seen, and I've seen fucking Morbius, okay? Like, <laughs> this little whisper of a fart of a nothing of a, of, a, of an after credit scene is literally uh, like a deleted scene from, from Conjuring, not even part three, part two. From that far back, damn. Yeah. Like, they just needed to put something at the end, and it was gross. Like, Well, I just remember, which one was the one that had the end credit scene of the nun? Was that The Conjuring 2? I think that was... I think that was Annabelle. Was Annabelle Part Creation? Two? I think it was Annabelle Creation, yeah. I'm looking back right now, screens, you know, whatever. Uh, but no, no, I think... I don't hate The Nun 2. 
I don't. I liked a lot of the scares. I appreciated they put in some effort into writing the goddamn characters, which actually is asking a lot for them. Um, although I wonder if if uh, Conjuring Four will be the end, or if they're going to still make the movie of the Bride and the Samurai, because those were actually two potential. The problem with the that last Annabelle movie with Annabelle Comes Home is that they set up like four different possible spinoffs from the dude with the coins for eyes to the bride to the samurai like they did so many setups for like we can do any of these and they have the crooked man i don't hate any of these i think they're all relatively creative i just i need you to execute them well and i'll go in on it look at annabelle they got two and a half good movies out of it i'll dare to say that the only spinoff out of all these movies that has worked for me was animal creation and that's it because like the nun movies they're fine but they're so unnecessary like they're so like but what about like uh Llorona was like a, a a nothing of a movie also real like, i liked it here's the thing about la Llorona. like it's about la Llorona and like mexicans didn't watch it like it's yeah, you know, maybe like, they actually cast a Mexican as the lead role. I'm just saying, Velma. I'm just saying. It's not your fault. It's, like it's, it's Michael Chavez's fault. It's just, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't hate Michael Chavez. I really don't. It's just, uh, oh, God. I don't think this is the guy. I don't think this is the guy to, like, lead, the, uh, lead this. Um, I don't know. If they give it to someone else, I'll, I'll watch it just for the creativeness. Or just... Just let James Wan do it again. Like, what is he so busy doing? He can't promote Aquaman, so like... Well, he was busy, you know, fucking doing Aquaman. Well, you saw the trailer? It came out, I think, yesterday. No, the okay. teaser trailer came out yesterday. The trailer oh, comes yeah. out in three days. Uh, he released the trailer for the it. trailer. I haven't seen it. What, what did you think of the teaser? It looked... The, okay, the movie looks good. Oh, but I'm not... I am not sold on this at all. Uh, also, uh, now some fun fact, this is actually the shortest time between a trailer drop and the actual fucking film releasing. Well. So, I am, I am not looking forward to this. Um, I don't know how this is gonna go. I, God, they should have released, I should do a video on this. They should have done The Last Kingdom, the Aquaman The Lost Kingdom. And then the flash to hit the reset button, and then Blue Beetle could be the palate cleanser, and be like, "This is the first one of the DCU." But no, no, they did not. But goddamn it, okay. But going back to the Nun too, it was good. It was fine to good. No, it was good, not great, but it was good. I I enjoyed myself. Will this be on my top ten? I can guarantee you, it won't be. But I, I, I like the fact that it was made. I at least appreciate the fact that I have another scary movie to watch. I had fun. Me too. Like I had a good time watching it. I, I can't say that it's the the that is great. Uh, but I went in thinking I was gonna get like a one or two stars, and with that, uh, with that ending and what a blast I was having by the end, kicked it up to two and a half. So this is two a two point five out of five. It's not bad. It's just not a passing grade. It's. It's harmless at worst. It is harmless. I, I will say that. It is harmless, yes. Uh, 
God damn it. Why couldn't the devil make me do it? The devil made me do it. Could have been like this great courtroom drama surrounded by monsters. But no. Oh, and the last movie will be called uh, The Conjuring Last Rites. I'll believe it when it comes out. But I, I won't believe you before that. I'll bet you everything that that movie comes out. What do you want to bet? Uh, I believe. I, I bet James Wan doesn't come back for it. I'll tell you that. Oh, God, no. Hell no. Dude, he's way busier with stuff. Jesus, just get like, I don't know. Get the guys who did talk to me. Get them to do it. Why not? Uh, Honestly, I'm not against that one. But he's too busy working on Megan 2, Night Swim, Salem's Lot, and Mortal Kombat 2. You know what he's not doing? What? The Trench. Fucking A. Stop you know pitching the... Stop pitching the spinoffs. I'm tired of being told, like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to, like, did you know there's going to be a fucking Knuckles the Echidna show come out on Paramount? Just as a spinoff from the Sonic movies? Why wouldn't you just do a show on Sonic? Because Sonic has movies. Like, so... they really think that Knuckles is going to be, like, their peacemaker, like, for some reason. You know what? No one thought Peacemaker would have been Peacemaker. So, you know what? Do it. Christ, fucking know. do it I, I i'm usually like i'm usually pro content but jesus like some of these are so irrelevant like where's the quality control who's approving these like yeah as he trains like... deputy sheriff wade whippity in the ways you know what this could be funny it could be funny but i don't know until i see it so that's 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 the thing all right final question yeah, who's gonna be the bad guy in the last uh, in the last uh, Sonic movie? Um, in the last one or in the next one? In the next one, is it's gonna be Shadow? Did you saw the Sonic Two movie? No. Oh, uh, it's got a it's got a Shadow after credit scene. Oh okay. Oh god, does he have his machine gun? Uh, no, it's just him in like a in like a little machine. Like, and he wakes up. I'll tell you this, if I don't get to see Sonic and Shadow fighting in space with Crush 40's Live and Learn playing in the background, I'm going to go with Furl. I I don't think I want that. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, anyway, what, what would you score uh, the non-2? Uh, B, but like uh, a, a good B. It's not a B plus, but it's definitely a B. You? It's definitely a bit. I give it a two point five out of five. It's just it uh, blah. It's a blah. It's a it's a whatever movie. It's there. I'm probably not gonna watch it again. But I mean, at least we finally get like an average, the uh, like an like a accurate average depiction of like these so called French people. Like at least we get that. I also cannot place any of their fucking accents. But yeah, I yeah. Agree. Um, but, all right, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the rollback. Um, mm -hmm. please like and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. We're always trying to grow this podcast. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Next week, I think we're doing uh, a haunting in Venice. Am I right? Uh, it's not going to come out here yet. It's going to take a while. I wanted to ask, uh, I wanted to see this, uh, this, you're not invited to my bar mitzvah movie. I saw that you did like a video review on it. Do you want to do down. that one next week? Maybe down, uh, down. Because I haven't seen, it. I haven't seen it yet. But I saw, oh, it's like an Adam Sandler produced movie. Okay, I guess what is? It? And then I saw ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, what the? What? The, like, what is this? I want to know. Like, I'm curious now. 
I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will say this. Adam Sandler is not the primary character. Okay. Yeah, I I saw that it's a skits. Like, his skits play the main characters, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm terrified and happy because I'm like, are we getting a second generation of Sandler? I don't know about this. I'll watch it. I'll watch it and we can talk about it next week, yeah. Down. But, all right, all folks. Right, um, let's wrap it up. Thank you for joining us. I've been Eddie. I've been Chema, and this was The Rollback. Signing off with a reminder that not even praying is going to help you, so just stop. Just get on. Get a... I don't know. Turn off put your butter, fucking phone. Turn off your butter fucking phone when you go to the movie theater. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Or okay. I'll... Yeah. Bye. Bye, everyone.